I'm Renee Ritchie. Welcome back to the channel. And you know, you know how it feels when you're out and about in this zombie apocalypse, just trying to live your life, and you go to unlock your iPhone, but because you're wearing a mask, Face ID just drops you straight into passcode, and you're left frustrated, annoyed, trying to poke out those digits like an animal while the world burns. And no, Apple can't just rush to your house and well touch ID back on. And that doesn't even work if you're wearing gloves anyway. And maybe the next iPhone will address all of this, but maybe not. And you need some help with this iPhone, and you need it now. Now, now. So, sponsored by CuriosityStream with Nebula. Apple has a plan. Is it a good plan? That's what we're here to figure out. But it starts with the Apple Watch and iOS 14.5, currently in beta. If you have it, or when you get it, jump into settings, face ID and passcode, authenticate, go down to unlock with Apple Watch, and switch it on. Now, what happens behind the scenes is a lot, because your iPhone has been able to unlock your Apple Watch since the original Apple Watch came out way back in 2015. So letting your Apple Watch also unlock your iPhone is complicated, like a door with keys on both sides trying to stay locked complicated. And Apple wants to avoid any possible security issues, exploits, or universe-ending time-space paradoxes. That's why it's being handled in a very specific, hyper-narrow, highly-focused context. And that's unlocking your iPhone and only unlocking your iPhone, not Apple Pay, because you can already do that directly on your Apple Watch, and not iTunes, not App Store purchases, not iCloud Keychain, at least not for now, just iPhone Unlock, only iPhone Unlock. Here's how it works. You start off using Face ID exactly as you normally would. You just look at your iPhone, but if you're wearing a mask and Face ID can't see your nose and mouth, in other words, can't scan enough of your facial geometry to reliably identify you, instead of just immediately failing and demanding you enter your passcode the way it did before, it'll now kick you over to your Apple Watch to confirm your identity. And for that to work, obviously you need an Apple Watch and a recent one, Series 3 or later, because it also needs to be able to run the latest version of watchOS in order for all of this to work. And if that bothers you, if that's a deal breaker for you, let me know why in the comments. That Apple Watch, of course, also needs to be paired with the iPhone you're using and on your wrist with wrist detection enabled, which it is by default, but just in case you've turned it off at some point, you're gonna to need to turn it back on. That's the system that uses the heart rate sensor to keep your Apple Watch unlocked while you're wearing it, but also to immediately lock it again when and if it comes off. And that's to stop someone else from trying to use your Apple Watch to unlock your phone without your permission, but more on that, in a minute. So you have to be wearing your Apple Watch and it has to have been unlocked either via your iPhone or because you entered the watch passcode directly. Because if your watch doesn't know you are you, it can't vouch to your iPhone that you are you. Similarly, you have to have used Face ID or your passcode to successfully unlock your iPhone at least once recently as well. And that's to make sure Face ID is active and enabled and just ready to rock. And while all of this may sound super involved even convoluted, it really is just to make sure everything is nice and securely authenticated before enabling this added extra level of convenience. And really, all of us are doing all of this every day, pretty much all the time now anyway, automatically, without even thinking about it. I'm just going over all the little details because it's what I do. And if you're here for it, do me a solid and hit that subscribe button and bell to help this community grow. Now, when you want to unlock, 
your Apple Watch and iPhone have to be in close, close proximity. Ideally, you're the one wearing your watch and trying to unlock your iPhone. But since it's still in beta, we'll have to wait and see what the exact range ends up being. Not that most of us are in the habit of leaving our iPhones just scattered, laying around, unintended, where they might get pilfered anyway. But I'll get to situations like if you're sleeping in a second. But if you're worried about someone else just picking up your iPhone and trying to use your Apple Watch to unlock it, the way older, cruder, Bluetooth trusted object systems worked, well, they'd first have to be wearing a mask as well to avoid Face ID just falling back immediately to passcode. And even then, to prevent pranks or just shenanigans, whenever your iPhone unlocks via the Apple Watch, you get a taptic notification right on your wrist and a button that'll let you immediately relock your iPhone if it wasn't you and someone else was trying to get in without your permission. Also, if your iPhone is moved outside of Bluetooth range of your Apple Watch, within one minute of your iPhone being unlocked by your Apple Watch, your iPhone will relock automatically, just in case. And if you're worried about a Snoopy roommate or something trying to use your Apple Watch to unlock your iPhone while you're sleeping, well, the whole unlock with Apple Watch system is automatically disabled if your Apple Watch is in bedtime mode anyway. And even if it's not, if your watch hasn't detected any movement in the last little while and isn't reasonably sure you're awake and moving around or conscious, it's gonna decline to authenticate as well. Again, just in case. Like I said, this isn't some crude Bluetooth trusted object system. Convenience is absolutely still being balanced against security. There is just a ton of work going on behind the scenes to make sure that when you're out and about with your mask on and you need to use your iPhone, you can just lift it up, look at it, and even with your mask still on, your Apple Watch will authenticate you and unlock your iPhone so you can use it just exactly when and how you need to. Now, I do have some additional thoughts on all of this because you know that I do, but they're too long and too tangential for YouTube. So I'm including them in the extended version I just uploaded to Nebula. We need to move beyond single reactive authentication to multiple active authentication. Nebula being the streaming service where I post all of my videos absolutely ad-free, and many of them have extended plus versions and bonus content as well. In fact, I just posted my first exclusive original video on Nebula. There was no question that was a game-changer phone. That was ahead of its time. We're gonna make some history together today. The iPhone really has changed, I mean, my life in so many ways. Also, make sure you check out CuriosityStream's thousands of documentaries and series like Curious Minds, Balancing Privacy and National Security, where internet and technology expert Nuala O'Connor discusses the increasing tensions that exist between encryption and law enforcement. Grab CuriosityStream for a whopping 26% off and get a Nebula subscription bundled in for free. That's less than $15 a year for both of them and just the best damn deal in streaming today. So click the link in the description, grab it now, and then go watch my original. And clicking on that link really helps out this channel. For more, so much more on the future of the iPhone, click the playlist above. I break down everything that's supposed to be coming next, including the return of Touch ID. So just click on that playlist and I'll see you in the next video.